T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All righty then, welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. We made it to Friday and most remarkably actually worked a five day week uh, this week, which is uh, highly unusual and expect to do the same thing next week, including President's Day, which is Monday. As much as I know you'd like to stay home and spend the day contemplating Benjamin Harrison and Franklin Pierce, uh, I've decided that I'll break into the sanctity of the day by being with you for four hours on Monday. I know it might be hard to believe, but I'm willing to make that sacrifice to you. Christmas Eve, yes. Christmas Day, yes. But the topper of all toppers, President's Day. Going to work then to the devotion that I have to you in this relationship. Frankly, is uh, beyond compare, and I'm getting a little bit moist just thinking about it little weepy in the eyes. Anyway, uh, good to be with you on this uh, Friday. Did the happy dance, did you, on uh, Friday morning? Good. Happy to hear that. Um, you know, last night, no, no big secret, um, I go out a lot to hang out with friends and stuff like that. And uh, last night, I was kind of embarrassed. I hit a wall. You ever hit a wall where you know that you should stay out later because you're a grown and functioning adult? Kind of, but the clock hits 8.15, you're looking at the watch, and you're thinking, when you get home, your head is going to hit the pillow, and you are going to be asleep within one minute. That is exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. One of those nights where you come home, the, sh the, the jacket gets taken off, thrown in the kitchen floor. You don't care. The boots, the socks, wherever they end up, they end up. Where are the sweatpants? Got to get the – okay, sweatpants are on. Good. And now, sleep. Those of you with a CPAP machine, you fill up the reservoir with your distilled water, lay your head to pillow, and gone. Gone. Oh, it's a beautiful feeling. Absolutely wondrous. So anyway, here we are during the uh, workday, and uh, we have a bunch of things. I talked to David a little bit before about what I had planned on doing, although to be honest with you, sometimes uh, the best laid plans of mice and men, so sometimes we don't get to everything I thought we were going to get to, but... As far as perfect movies are concerned, you know, you go online, and I'm a sucker for clickbait. Maybe you're a sucker for clickbait. And uh, you see a list of the movies the experts all agree are perfect movies. And was kind of surprised at the number of movies on this particular list that are actually movies that, when you go to Amazon, my stuff, like what you actually have bought movie-wise, actually surprised. They had about four of them on the list that I personally found uh, terrific. And uh, one of those movies, L.A. Confidential, with uh, Russell Crowe and cast of great stars. But, you know, the, the first time I saw L.A. Confidential, and, and maybe 
I don't know. Maybe I was just not in the mental uh, mindset to pay close attention to a movie. I just wanted some brain-dead entertainment. There's a little bit of thinking that goes on with L.A. Confidential, a lot of uh, intersections, a lot of character arcs and that kind of stuff. But I'm not embarrassed to tell you that when I walked out of the movie theater, I was a little bit confused as to what I'd just seen. But having watched it now a number of occasions, fully understand it. So now I don't question myself nearly so much. But it is a really good movie. Now, is it on a level with Godfather 1 or Godfather 2? Uh, I really don't think so. I really don't think so. It's a highly entertaining and very well-done movie. I don't mind telling you that. But David was talking about the uh, uh, the stuff you can see on TV or online about behind the scenes of the making of The Godfather. And I've talked about this a little bit before, but one of the things that is fascinating about Bill's Mafia. You know, Bill's Mafia. You know, Mafia here, Mafia there, Mafia everywhere. Back in the early 1970s, when The Godfather was actually being made into a movie, guys, that was a very controversial thing. It was not something that was tossed around lightly, the word Mafia. In fact, if you go back and you watch Godfather 1, you will not find any reference to mafia. And do you know why that is? I'm going to tell you why that is. Because a lot of the mafia, or a lot of the Godfather, was shot in and around New York City. And at that time, New York City was very much in the, in the grip of the commission in New York City. And one of those guys was a guy named Joe Colombo who had founded the uh, Italian-American Anti-Discrimination League. These guys used to picket the FBI office in Manhattan, uh, alleging discrimination against Italian-Americans. They, they were a big deal. They had a lot of very prominent members in that league. Nelson Rockefeller, the governor of New York, was an honorary member of that organization. But the irony of ironies is that organization was founded by a guy who was on the commission, Joe Colombo. And much like you see in the movies, um, the other individuals involved in that particular endeavor were not very happy that Mr. Colombo was making such a public spectacle of himself. And uh, there was a big rally way back when, and in front of thousands of people, uh, Joe Colombo was uh, shot in the head. Didn't die right away, survived for several years after that, but as uh, one of his associates gentle, uh, gentlemanly, gently and gingerly put it, Joe was vegetables. Um, very, very delicate way of, of phrasing that. But the only reason they, they actually got away with uh, making The Godfather in New York City was there was no reference to the mafia at all. There was in Godfather 2, but not in Godfather 1. And also... Uh, the people in organized crime in New York City made sure that as part of the casting, some of its guys were going to get roles. Clemenza. What was Clemenza's real-life last name? It was Castellano. Uh, Luca Brazzi. And the great scene of Luca Brazzi practicing the lines that he was going to use when he met with the godfather on this, the day of your daughter's wedding. Um he was actually practicing those lines while other stuff was going on at the movie, and they actually decided to include that in the movie, and it works so well. It is absolutely perfect. And I mentioned to David Bellavia just a few moments ago that in real life, the guy who played Luca Brazzi was actually a very well-known arsonist for organized crime in and around New York City. 
and uh, his favorite way of starting fires was to uh, take a certain uh, elongated feminine hygiene product, set it on fire, tie it to the tail of a mouse, and let the mouse run through the building, catching everything on fire. I felt sorry always for the poor mouse, but uh, that's that's just me. But anyway, uh, it's a really fascinating story from American popular culture, the making of that movie and all the hoops uh, that had to be jumped through for the making uh, of that movie. And the, the only thing, too, that, that needs to be said about it is in real life, it, 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 according to what the FBI guys say and what the uh, former mob guys say, in real life, the movie The Godfather actually became the template for the way a lot of the actual organized crime guys behaved. That is considered, they look to movie almost for guidance in how to be a gangster, how to be a mob boss. And uh, one of the things that they uh, did find funny, though, was uh, Marlon Brando's choice of suits when he uh, had the drug meeting with Solazzo. Basically, no self-respecting godfather would be caught dead in the ensemble Marlon Brando put together for that particular scene because they, they you would not dress like that for such a high-level sit-down. And it's just, it, it's hilarious. I mean, not, I guess it is hilarious to me that the real-life people in that lifestyle look to a movie for guidance, considering the movie itself went through hoops in order to assuage the mob's concerns uh, with the with the shooting, and uh, it was uh, it's really quite an incredible story uh, in American popular culture. And I suppose that uh, The Godfather would be in the class of a perfect movie. Godfather Two, I think you could also put that in the class of a perfect movie. Um, Godfather Three, I don't know how we got talking about popular culture, but Godfather Three, look, everybody knows it is not as good as one. It is not as good as two. But it really is not bad. It's not horrible. It's not the worst thing you are ever going to see. Actually, the opening part, the opening hour and a half or so, is very, very compelling. It's really good stuff. And it's got its moments. Like when Michael Corleone turns the family over to this street hoodlum who transforms during the movie into this uh, cultured, refined mob boss. He certainly did it with great speed. I'll say that much. But that's one of the that's that's one of the highlights of the whole movie. But what takes away from Godfather Three, Coda, the death of Michael Corleone, is the fact that uh, in in the in the movie, uh, obviously Francis Ford Coppola cast his daughter. I, I don't think she did a bad job personally. I thought she was quite good. But you know, as David said, it wasn't really a, a, a good look. Uh, if you will, with so many other people uh, trying to get roles in what was going to be the capstone to the epic uh, series of Godfather movies. Um, And the opera scene, this is my opinion, the the opera scene to me just went way too long. Sometimes less is more, and I think that that could have been abbreviated significantly and ended up being a better movie without it in it, at least to the extent that it was. Uh, but uh, I, I wouldn't rule out. I mean, I, look, I know you've heard Godfather 3. It's a horrible movie. Don't waste your time. I'm going to go on a limb here and say it's not a horrible movie, but it simply cannot live up to 1 and 2 any more than the many saints of Newark lived up to the Sopranos TV series. Um, it was okay, but it was nothing to write home about. It was, it was just all right. And the beginning 
I thought was a little bit hokey with the graveyard scene and the voices talking from the graves about their lives. I thought that was a, a little bit, uh, frankly, I thought it was a little bit silly, especially compared to the uh, legendary series itself. But, you know, you be your own judge of these things. We all have our own particular tastes. We all have our own uh, particular um, interests and things that uh, entertain us and things we are things we think are done well. I mean, some people actually think this show is good. Believe it. It might be hard to believe. I have a hard time believing it, but uh, not everybody does. Some people think it, it sucks canal water, and it, it probably does. I, I just, I'm, here, I'm just here to be with you. So anyway, I want to uh, get into, should we do a movie show at some point? Hey, you know, the only problem with, with doing a movie show is this. Popular culture has such a huge body of, of work to it. Just isolate, forget about music, forget about TV shows. Just take movies for a moment. How many tens of thousands of movies have been made? How many of the legendary movies have you heard about, but you've never actually sat down and watched? I referenced a few months ago, when it was still on Netflix, the fact that only recently did I get around to watching The Dirty Dozen have heard about that movie from the time I was practically a little boy. Only recently did I catch up with it. And it was really well done. It was It's a really entertaining movie, a very young Charles Bronson. Um, it, was, it was really quite well done. And uh, Trini Lopez is in that movie, which I didn't realize until I actually saw it. And, uh, you know, there are so many movies out there that are so good and so widely acclaimed, but because there is so much of a selection, it's like, Think of you at a movie buffet, and there are about 20,000 things with which to load your plate. There are just so many you can fit on that plate, and you're bound to lose out on a few uh, unless you have absolutely no life at all, and then it's all you get a chance to do uh, is sit around the house all day watching movies. Probably not the best thing for your cardiovascular system, which needs to be exercised. Personally, I sometimes wonder if... Uh, I think Neil Armstrong said, every human being is born and allotted a certain number of heartbeats. I see no reason to waste any of them on exercise. Uh, interesting take. But, uh, yes, take, take it from the guy with the heart attack at 54. He can offer great advice. So, anyway, one of the things that I thought we would get into today. See, now I want to talk movies. But one of the things that uh, I thought, t- i tell you, it's attention deficit disorder. I admit it. Um, that I want to get into today uh, is, is something that... Uh, it, it, it crossed my mind on the drive-in because of some posts I'd seen on a friend's Facebook page. And as you know, buying a house in western New York has been a very difficult process for so many people, especially those who are looking to get a first-time home. And there was a time where young couples and, and young people were getting into bidding wars paying what I would call exorbitant amounts of money for property that I think they would soon find themselves underwater, you know, owing far more than it could ever be worth in the immediate future. And we would take calls. Uh, we did a show where we took calls from people and their and their parents who said, my son, my daughter-in-law, my daughter, my son-in-law, they've been trying to find a house for the longest time Every time they go to an open house, they put in a bid, and every single time they lose, and they lose to somebody who is just coming into the deal with cash. The cash buyers always get priority, and they're outbidding my family members. They just can't seem to find themselves a house. Now, I don't know what your experience has been lately in the past 
let's say, six months, eight months in either buying a home in western New York or selling your home in western New York. The last time we visited this topic, it was a seller's market. You could list your house for a ridiculous amount of money and probably have 10 offers coming in that offered more than the ridiculous amount of money you thought you could get for the property. Now, I'm not sure if it is still like that. I'm not sure if it still is such a seller's market. My understanding is it has leveled off a little bit, but to what degree it has leveled off, I do not know. The best way I can think of is not by reading a paper or reading reports. The best way I can think of to get to the bottom of it is you guys and your experiences, uh, either selling your home or trying to find a home right here in in western new york and you know i have a person i know who put up on facebook uh i'm just going to paraphrase here for the interest of time uh she and her husband are looking to relocate to the state of florida and they had an interesting post about how yes there is no state income tax in florida but the homeowner's insurance where they were looking was so much more than it is here in western new york other expenses are so much more than they are here in Western New York. And they basically said, look, there is no escaping the high cost of living, whether it's here in New York State or whether it's here in Florida or whether it's down there in Florida, because I'm coming to you from Corporate Parkway in Amherst, New York right now, just so you know. Uh, 803-0930 is the uh, telephone number. 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone and 1-800-616-WBEN. So need you to tell everybody in the listening audience, have you found that it is still a seller's market? Have you been squeezed out of the housing market? There were so many people that we spoke to a few months ago who have decided that, uh, you know what, we're going to be stuck in the apartment for a while because we simply cannot pay the inflated prices uh, that people are asking. Now, it might still be like that. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe you have looked at properties elsewhere and you figured out, hey, what good is it selling my property here in Buffalo for X number of dollars when I'm going to end up buying something in Florida? This is you speaking. You're going to end up buying something in Florida that is less house, and you're going to pay the same amount of money. So I want to get to the I want to get to the truth of uh, of the matter, the heart of the subject from you. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Um, this would not be a good time to call because we've got a break coming up, but when we come back from the break, that would be a good time to call because I have a time that is unfettered with commercials or interruptions on News Radio 930 WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to the program. And now would be a great time to call the program. Uh, because uh, it's been a while since we've done this, and I wanted to get an update from you. Um, if, if you have a property on the market here in western New York, um, are you seeing any bites? Are you getting any nibbles? Do you feel like you're sitting on top of the world? Have you seen a bidding war taking place over your property, which maybe you just put the for sale sign on, or the uh, sold sign on? I would like to know. 803 803- 0930 is the phone number, star 930, the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. And on the other side of the equation, you or somebody in your family, maybe a friend of yours, have they been having a problem finding an affordable home here in western New York, or are they being squeezed out by bidding wars and people coming in with boatloads of cash who don't have to be approved for mortgages uh, or or anything like that. And at least a few months ago, maybe might have even been as much as a year ago, when we uh, did this program, um, this particular topic anyway, the uh, complaint that we heard was that people looking for homes, especially people just starting out in life, felt like they had been squeezed out of the market they had put in offer after offer and bidding war after bidding war, and they were constantly being beaten out in particular uh, by those who came in with uh, you know, a, a boatload of greenbacks. 803-0930 is the phone number. Uh, your experience with all of this, because obviously, like anything else um, that is an investment of some kind, you want to buy low and you want to sell high. And at least the last time we checked in with you, it was a great time to sell, not such a great time to buy. And I don't know if that situation has uh, evened itself out. Uh, those of you who uh, those of you who are in the uh, real estate biz, uh, you want to offer your thoughts as an expert. Um, obviously, I can't give your name or the firm for which you work, but uh, you might have some insight into this uh, that I don't have. Based on just personal observation around the parts where I live, I am amazed still in February of 2023, amazed at how quickly houses sell, including a couple of houses that, frankly, I, I, I wouldn't... <laughs> I wouldn't even consider. I, there, there, place. There was one place very recently sold very quickly, and to describe it as a shack might be doing an injustice to shacks. But not sure what they're going to do with that particular property. I think a bulldozer would be a good idea at this point. But uh, you know, that's just me. Eight zero three zero nine thirty is the phone number. Star nine thirty on the cell phone. One eight hundred six one six W B E N. Your experience with buying or selling a home recently here in Western New York. I want to know if it's still the way it was the last time we broached this topic and uh, what 
caused me to bring this up as a topic again at 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN, was uh, a Facebook page from a friend, and she and her couple are looking in Florida, and basically, um, while they're still going to move, uh, they said, before you leap, make sure you look. Look into such things as uh, homeowners insurance, uh, hurricanes and all in Florida tend to do significant damage, uh, location, neighborhoods. And one of the things that uh, kind of deters from buying in, in Florida right now, and I don't know if the situation has lessened at all since the last time we uh, brought this topic to the forefront, but uh, I, I, I every time I look at the uh, real estate listings in Florida, I'm stunned by how much money People are asking for places that are really not all that attractive or appealing looking. And when you think back to the last real estate crash that we had, and I, I mention this probably a little bit frequently, but remember coming in on the air, I think it was shortly after, a few years after I started here at this radio station, but coming in on the air and saying, Hey, guys, from what I hear, if you've got extra money, right now is a great time to buy a place in Florida because there were places, and I, I kid you not, that were going for $200,000, $250,000 that right now would be million five homes. I kid you not. Those of you who bought in, uh, what would that have been, 2007, 2008, somewhere in that general time frame, pe people who bought then did very, very well. I don't know that people who are buying now are going to do as well, at least in the long term. But then again, few people go to Florida for you know, 20 or 30 years. Usually it's the last stop on the road of life. Usually, but not always, usually. 803-0930 is the phone number. Are you currently looking for a home? in western New York, have you run into obstacles like you can't afford anything that's on the market or you finally find one that's in a neighborhood in which you want to live, but even though the asking price was something you could have afforded, you ended up being nudged out of the way uh, by the snoot of a horse with uh, a bigger bank account than you, able to write a check or a cashier's check. Uh, for far more than what the asking price was, and they don't have to go through the hassle of uh, getting a mortgage. And it, it's amazing, is it not, when you look at the uh, some of the real estate transactions that are cash transactions? Like, who has $300,000 just sitting around to buy a house? Who has $500,000 cash just sitting around to buy a house? And if you're just starting out, and you're not making a ton of movie uh, movies. You're not making a ton of money, and you've got a ton of student loan debt or consumer credit card debt. Um, it can be kind of a a swim upstream that only the mightiest salmon can make. 803-0930. I've just called you salmon, people. I've just equated you with fish. Aren't you offended? 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone. 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, is there anybody out there listening who has had issues trying to buy a home in western New York? Or have you found it to be a lot simpler and a lot less expensive than you thought it would be based on the market conditions that had been prevalent uh, up until now. And the last time we talked about this, the interest rates were a lot more doable than they are uh, at, at this point. Those interest rates have gone up, 
and uh, in, in some cases, people have had to reduce their expectations. And if uh, you're in the process of selling a home, I'd be interested in knowing you listed your home and you thought it was going to be a quick sale, you thought you were going to walk away with a small fortune, like they'd be bringing you gold bars from Fort Knox in an armored truck with armed guards, dropping them off on your porch, but it didn't turn out to be that way. Maybe your home has been on the market for three months, four months, five months, and you're starting to get a little bit antsy, like, are we ever going to sell this? I thought the real estate market was hot. And I know that I might be talking to a small number of people, but the way I say, the way I figure it is that you guys uh, and ladies, you have family, you have friends, your friends have kids, and when you guys get together and you talk over a scotch or coffee or something, um, these these stories come out. And and maybe just maybe uh, you're somebody who has been looking somewhere else, and you've been dissuaded from moving somewhere else because of well, not just the housing price itself, but all the little extras that are thrown in, like the homeowner's insurance. Uh, the uh, insurance companies need to make up for all the payouts from hurricanes in some way, shape, or form, and obviously one of the ways in which they do that is by increasing the premiums for those who are, uh, who are buying. I'm just kind of curious where you are in your real estate journey, whether you are buying, whether you are selling, uh, or you know people uh, in that situation. Because for a long time, it had been a seller's market. And from what I can see, at least in Florida, it still is a seller's market. There are still uh, people, like I said, asking and apparently receiving a lot more than I would be willing to pay for some of the properties that I see for sale uh, that look kind of shady. And the one thing, too, will you ever understand? A couple of things I, I will never understand about people buying real estate because for most of you, it is the single biggest purchase you will ever make in your life is your home. And I will never understand how people are able to buy a home without even seeing it in person, without even seeing it in context, without even spending any time in the neighborhood, seeing if the people on the street keep up and maintain their houses or whether you're moving into the crown jewel among a slum of houses. Um, and the other thing I will never get, I will never understand this, is uh, unless you are trained a as a home inspector or you know what to do as far as home improvements and you're a very handy person, how you could buy a home without first having a professional inspector taking a look at the bones and the mechanics of the home is, is beyond me. Because you could be you could be basically walking into a money pit if you're not paying attention. You could you could be moving into a home with severe uh, moisture deficiencies, with electrical that just isn't up to snuff. You could be walking into a home with all kinds of damages that you're not even ready to um, address. And th then of course there are the the little things that you can see. Um, and but you might not get a feel for it unless you actually visit the property. For example, um, how many of you can get a really close look at the roof of a property in the online real estate listings? Well, not many. That's uh, that's that's a bit of a challenge. And then there are the little things you might not think about, like okay, does the picture of the property on which I'm going to make an offer? Can I see what the driveway looks like? Something as stupid as a driveway. Is it in good shape or is it? absolutely riddled with potholes. The steps 
are the steps in good shape? Are the railings firmly attached where they need to be attached? So I could just I could never understand how people could just buy something sight unseen based on pictures. I just I wonder how many people have been catfished basically into buying a home that looked a lot better in the picture than it would in real life. Like maybe you bought or you've uh, uh, paid for money to go on a vacation somewhere, and the resort looked so nice. The resort looked so pleasant and sunny and pristine and new, and the swimming pool was such a sparkling gem. And uh, you go to the resort, and it was nothing like that, and you end up with uh, food poisoning for a few months and dropping 50 pounds. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Are you in the process of attempting to buy a home? Have you met with any success? Maybe you did buy a home within the last eight months to a year. Was it everything you thought as far as what you would pay? And did you maybe beat somebody in a bidding war? I wonder how many people um, are having buyer's remorse, like Greg Brady on the Brady Bunch buying that used car, and we all learned our first bit of Latin, caveat emptor, let the buyer beware. I wonder how many people have had situations like that. And I wonder, furthermore, I wonder how many people and again, I'm talking to a very small number of uh, potential callers, I guess. wonder how many people um, sold their home and they were all set to buy a property in another state. But you got down there and you realized, wow, there is nothing here. And you end up living in an apartment until the real estate bubble collapses. And real estate always does that. It always goes up and it always goes down. We always have bubbles, and we always seem to have busts when it comes to real estate, more for that matter, any other investment. But obviously, the the home purchase, the American dream, as I said, it's the biggest single purchase many of you are ever going to make. Although with the ever-increasing prices of a lot of new cars, I'm starting to wonder if that actually is going to be true in the long term as it historically has been. And, and one of the great truisms of real estate is that the price of real estate and its future value is determined, you know what I'm going to say, by three things. And those three things are location, location, and location. And if you buy in a good location um, that is desirable to you, chances are it's going to be desirable to people down the road when you want to sell it. I happen to buy my house during a bust in the real estate cycle and ended up uh, – frankly, doing okay. Put a lot of money into it. Don't get me wrong. I knew I was going to be putting a lot of money into it, but as far as the location, you really you really can't beat it. Let's go to Peter in Buffalo on WBEN. Peter, what's your story, sir? So uh, we just bought a house recently in the past year, and uh, the real estate agent we worked with is the real estate agent we, we ended up buying the house from that because uh, she was selling the house, so we bought it from her which ended up being rather sketchy just because, you know, everyone was bidding around 190 200 and then, of course, the last half hour, someone bid 50000 more. So, you, like, it kind of sketched me out where, like, she was talking to the people buying, 
which would be us, and then talking to the people selling, obviously, they could she could have just said, oh, well, I'm working with these people, and they really want this house. So, you know, maybe we'll tell them that someone put a bid in for a little bit higher than they actually did. And I don't know if that happened. And then on the other end, we were selling a house, and we were stuck with this tenant that would not move out. We could not do anything to get this man out of our house. It took about six months. And um, so I pretty much paid for someone to live in a house for six months, which was, it was just a nightmare. Uh, I presume you tried every legal recourse you had. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so what, uh, you got cut off just when you said that you had wanted to buy this house for a certain amount of money. And then you said somebody put in a bid for how many thousands of dollars more? Uh, About 50. And did did, did you walk away from the deal? Nope. No, I, uh, we wanted this house that bad and, uh, Tesla stock was doing really well at the time. Hmm. So, um, yeah, we went for it. I don't regret it. Um, but I always, that's always going to be on my mind. Um, you know, one of the, one of the things that, uh, in, in negotiations, uh, that is, is very, very powerful, whether you're buying a car, whether you're buying a house or anything else, is just turning around and walking away, walking away yeah. from the deal. But see, what the thing is, though, you had already shown how eager you were to buy that home. And you're never going to know if uh, the seller was told, hey, these people really, really, really right. want this house. So if, if let's, let's, let's put a $50,000 bid in that doesn't really exist. I don't know if that's ethical. I don't know if they can get into trouble for doing that. Um, but, I mean, I'm sorry that happened to you, but it's good news for the seller, to be sure. Yeah, yeah. And the sell- selling of the house was even more of a nightmare because not being able to get someone out of your house. And, like, it was a relative, too. So, like, that even got worse because uh, it ended up with kids getting taken away from them and just so much irresponsibility. Yeah, you know what? Somebody once said, don't do business with relatives, and whoever that person was was really smart. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you for whispering, sir. I found myself somewhat aroused. Uh, I thank you very much for the call and hope things go well for you. Um, if, if you guys want, I will continue this topic. We got off to a slow start, but now people are getting into the rhythm and the routine, so I'll, I'll happily continue this because I happen to love this topic a lot. Uh, let's go to Frank in uh, Orchard Park on WBEN. Frank, you are on. Hello. Hello, Tom. Uh, yep, we're, uh, you guys, every time we call in, we tell you we lived in Hawaii for almost four years. You say, well, why did you come back? Well, what we wanted to do is tell you guys that on the air, we are moving back to Hawaii. Yeah, you mentioned that the last time you called in. But um, we know your schedule. We've got a Chinese spy satellite tracking you. <laughs> we, I was just uh, just to tell you, money wise, you know, the same thing. We moved out there just like the last caller, and um, we we got a great deal on a condo on the water. It worked out when we moved out there. It was third floor. Everything looked good. Uh, came back for my mother because of health reasons, but now that she's doing well, and she says, you know, it looks like the winters are getting tough for her. She's going to come out there for the winter, so that's uh, we're going to look at something a little different. Maybe uh, purchase a home, you know, something lower, uh, single single floor kind of entrance, that kind of thing for. Her. 
But if, if you want to talk about the cost of living, Hawaii is absurd. It's not just what you pay for the house. It's everything else you buy that's got to be shipped in by freighter. Yes, uh, gas is more. Um, Costco, though, it I believe it's only like 60 or 70 cents more per gallon. It's not like a dollar, dollar ten that it normally is at other other gas stations, but... Are you gonna Are you gonna work? Can you work remotely? Or are you retired or independently wealthy? I, no, I'm retired. My wife is working. Um, she's a lot younger than I am, so I, I lucked out there. But uh, I'll be doing like a little bit of Uber here and there, and that uh, you know you, you make pretty good money. You don't even have to you know put in many hours a week, and you're making good money for that in Hawaii. But uh, I, I was thinking of looking into something like Turo. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that. No, I, I know Turo, Massachusetts, but I think we're talking about two different things. Turo is a uh, it, 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 there's an app that you get for your phone, and it's for renting vehicles. So in Hawaii, it's very difficult to rent a vehicle anyway, at the, at the, even at the airports, unless you get it in your your package when you came. If you go to the counter, it's, odds are sometimes they won't have rentals; they're just not there. So people go on the Turo app and they want to rent specific items. They want to rent a Jeep. They want to rent maybe possibly a Tesla, check it out, drive that, something they haven't driven in there, you know, on the mainland. And um, people make good money doing Turo. Now, very interesting. Well, uh, enjoy yourself in Hawaii. Make sure you give us a call and let us know how much you paid. We'll stay in touch. Thanks, Tom. All right, thank you. Um, very interesting. I actually know a guy who uh, is very heavily involved in girls softball in western New York, and he is a native of Hawaii, is a Hawaiian, and uh, he finds himself in Buffalo, New York. And I always look at him kind of uh, skeptically like, dude, why? He's living in paradise. Um, but Hawaii, yeah, it's it's super, super expensive. Look at Hawaii real estate listings and, and look at how little house you get for a lot of money. Um, that's, that's a move. I, like I said, I could work remotely from anywhere. I don't know that uh, Hawaii has ever entered my thought process. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.